Welcome to the Be Happy Remote podcast with your host, Sam Roberts. Join us as we explore practical tips and first steps to help you do well and be well while working remotely. This is a podcast for remote and hybrid workers and the HR and development professionals that enable remote teams around the world. Each episode will explore some of the top challenges facing remote workers, some of the solutions out there, and help you to succeed while working remotely. All right, so before we dive into today's episode, I've got some exciting news to share. Earlier this month, I published my book, Employee Wellness Made Easy, an eight-step guide to building your first workplace wellness program. The book's available on Amazon, is also included with Kindle Unlimited. And I'm thrilled to say it's actually already a bestseller in organizational change on Amazon with consistent five-star ratings from readers. So thank you so much to everyone who's already gotten themselves a copy and particularly those of you who've left a review, shared your comments. It's great to see you're inspired to take action. And I can't wait to hear how all those workplace wellness programs come along. Please DM me. Inside the book, you'll find everything from building your business case for workplace wellness, steps to launch a thriving wellness program, and eventually evaluate that program's success as well. The book's full of tips, whether you have a budget or not, whether you have time or not really that much as well. So whether you're in HR, a manager, a small business owner, or just a wellness champion within your company, this is the book to get a happier and healthier workplace. Welcome to the Be Happy Remote podcast. I'm your host, Sam Roberts, and I'm excited for our conversation today with Brett Martin, president and co-founder of Kumo Space. I reached out to Brett because as someone that works fully remotely, I'm definitely getting a little bit nervous when I'm hearing about all these different companies calling for a return to office policies or RTO policies and bringing everyone back on on site. You know, I love the life I've built for myself as a fully remote person with the flexibility that I have going on site occasionally. And I love being able to live in the little small town that I live in. I don't want that to go away, but I'm getting nervous. And I don't know if that's the same for anyone listening as well that's working in a hybrid or remote arrangement with some sort of flexibility, hearing all these RTOs in the news. So we're chatting with Brett today about this alternate option, and that's a return to a virtual office. So we'll talk to Brett about what exactly a virtual office is and why it's a great alternative to returning to a physical office, because frankly, you get the best of both worlds. You get the flexibility that employees enjoy and that allow them to live their best life, which they then bring back as a happy employee at work. But you also get the collaboration, the brainstorming, the connectivity, the relationship building that people want from a physical office where you can be co-located. So really looking forward to this conversation with Brett. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. And reach out to Brett if you have any questions about exploring a virtual office space. I'm joined today by Brett Martin, president and co-founder of Kumo Space, a virtual office platform. So thanks for joining us, Brett. Pleasure being here. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So I know you're a man that wears many different hats. So did you want to introduce yourself as well? Uh, yeah. So I'm, uh, as you mentioned, president and co-founder of Kumo Space. Kumo Space makes sort of, you know, virtual offices for remote distributed and hybrid teams to show up to work together. So we kind of solve all those problems around knowing where your team are and, you know, being accountable, uh, being able to tap people on the shoulder, get a quick answer and collaborate. And then, you know, ultimately the types of culture that, you know, emerge from being able to like be quickly in touch with people throughout the day. So we've got, um, you know, tens of thousands of people uh, working in Kumo space all over the world right now. 
Um, I also am the GP of Charge Ventures, which is a New York-based pre-seed seed stage venture capital fund. Uh, we're on a third fund. We've got 70 portfolio companies, and we love to invest at the uh, earliest stage of a company. So we say it's friends, family, fools, and Charge Ventures give you your uh, <laughs> first, first million dollars. And then uh, finally, I, I teach uh, data analytics at Columbia Business School. Nice. So based in New York for the students. Uh, uh, that's right. Yeah, teaching in person in New York, haven't been able to dissuade Columbia to get rid of its, uh, you know, multi-billion dollar brand new campus yet, but uh, working, on, <laughs> uh, working on that. Yeah. So what does flexibility mean then for you personally? Uh, flexibility for me um, is the opportunity to ha have your cake and eat it too. You know, I, I think uh, I went to Dartmouth College. It's, it's sort of a work hard, play hard mentality. And I just don't like this idea of, um, you know, you either have to like choose between doing, you know, working hard and getting a lot done, but having to, you know, commute two hours a day into the office. Uh, or, you know, you can have a remote work job, but it's not that serious and you can't get real work, to, you know, can't get that real work done. You know, we like, at Kumo Space, there's a there's a third way where you can both be professionally successful, work hard, be available and accountable to your team, but also live your best life. Uh, you know, see more of your kids, uh, get to you know live all over the world, and you know maybe get up and surf in the morning. Totally, I, I hate that idea that like if we're working remote, we're slacking, but actually it's like we get uh, you know as you say, cake and eat it too, right? Yeah, there's more to life than being a little green dot. Exactly. Exactly. Well, today we're chatting about swapping that return to the office for a return to a virtual office or swapping the RTO for an RVO. And of all the companies to call for a return to office, Zoom did it recently with their staff. So why do you think we're seeing some people make that decision to return to an office? Like, uh, yeah, the irony of Zoom uh, pushing return to the office is, is pretty pretty rich. But I, I don't think that that means that remote work is going away. You know, I, I, th I think what we're seeing is, you know, remote work obviously spiked to un, uh, crazy new levels during the pandemic. And then, you know, since then, it's been kind of settling. It's actually flattening. It's not going down anymore. And then I think over the long run, anything that can be done over the Internet will be done over the Internet, whether that's selling books or selling houses or, you know, doing 90% of the office work that we already do is sitting at a desk. Uh, I think that'll be, you know, done remotely. I, that doesn't mean that there aren't good reasons to meet in person, I think like, but I just think the model's flipped. So I think people are getting more creative around smaller office footprints using, you know, uh, on-site, they say, you know, off-site is the, on-site is the new off-site, right? Yeah. Like, you know, we come in specifically for hanging out and purposes with other people. And then we do the maj vast majority of our work, you know, from our desk, wherever is most convenient for us. And I think, you know, we just need better tooling to do that. Like how do you, just because you're working from home doesn't mean you shouldn't be, you know, accountable to your team and your employees. And doesn't mean we shouldn't be able to collaborate richly and also, you know, build yeah. relationships. We just need new tools for it. Yeah, new tools for it. I think it's important what you said there around you know, it's not actually going down the amount of people that are um, working remotely, like it's flatlining because you do hear about all these big brand names in the media. And so you, people are making the assumption, oh, everyone's doing it, but it's actually not really the case. 
No, those are, it's usually like big companies that, you know, have a lot of leverage or, you know, finance firms where they can, you know, pay you, they pay you very well to sit at your desk and, uh, you know, and people that have office space and don't know what else to do with it. Yeah. People that have office space and don't know what to do with it. I think that's one of the typical ones. Um, I mean, Facebook just spent literally a billion dollars getting out of uh, one of its. Getting out of it. Yeah. Huge. I wonder if we'll see more and more of that potentially as well be good to balance out the media attention a little bit uh, with both stories. But why do you think, you know, leaders are making that call? They're going, oh, okay, remote's not working for our company. We're going to bring everyone back into the office. Like, what's the motivator there? Well, I think people do realize that Slack and Zoom is not sufficient. You know, it, it's not as good at, uh, you know, being aware of your team, who's where, who's available, you know, being able to quickly engage with them and, you know, building relationships. Like it's Slack and Zoom are not a substitute. I think the question is, it's, you know, they can't, they don't know of anything better yet. Right. And they haven't really, you know, they tend to be kind of more older traditional people and firms that are, yeah. um, you know, maybe haven't checked out what new, you know, things are available to them. So I think, uh, you know, they say that the future is already here. It's just not evenly distributed yet. And that's sort of how I feel about, uh, you know, remote work and tools like Kumo Space. That yeah, yeah. It. You have to be actively on the lookout and keeping your finger on the pulse a little bit about what tools are out there to enable work. I mean, right now we're on a call and you've got your note taker, you've got your recorder, you've got all the snazzy tools going on. Uh, that is that is my job. That is my job. I'm uh, on the on the lookout for things that make my me more efficient. Exactly, exactly. And so I guess we're talking here today about one of the alternatives to returning to the office is returning to a virtual office. Give it a quick Google. So I think we might be coining the term here today, but a return to the virtual office or an RVO. So tell us a bit more about what virtual office spaces are and specifically what Kumo Space is. Yeah, I mean, really sort of Kumo space and virtual offices, you know, our virtual office is a sort of holistic, uh, you know, communications platform for, that is built and designed for distributed teams. So teams that are not, you know, necessarily sitting next to each other. And I say distributed because, you know, you might work in the office, but if your company is spread out across the globe, your team is still distributed. There's design across, you know, Australia, New York, uh, London. And how do you, you know, stay in touch with those people, even if you're sitting in an office? Um, and so, you know, we are a video chat platform, a, a text chat platform, an audio uh, chat platform, a place for screen sharing and white, whiteboarding. And we are sort of all of those in one place. So you have that visibility and you know where, you know where everyone is and then you can kind of instantly get in touch with them. So one of the sort of core features is just the ability to like literally with a touch of one key to be instantly chatting with someone the same way you might be if you like popped your head into someone's office. Yeah. Yeah. I love that everything just being in one place as well. I know everyone's getting a bit tired of like, I'm checking this for this. I'm checking this for this, but like we could just have a lot of that be in the one place. That's also a huge help. Yeah. There's massive, you know, there's been massive tool fragmentation over the past decade. And I think, you know, in a more cost conscious time, people are really starting to like look at their budgets and say, okay, I don't want to have any more tools. Actually, I want to consolidate the ones that we have. And so, you know, Kumo Space provides sort of a unified communications platform for teams that are looking to have the benefits of, uh, you know, distributed team. You know, you don't have to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars in office lease. You can hire the best people all over the world. 
and they want to be work fast and work well and, you know, be really professional and, and quick on the ball. So we have a lot of, you know, a lot of big tech companies. We also have folks like, Na- you know, NASA, we have KPMG, we have, um, you know, as well as a bunch of like small, fast growing startups, a lot of marketing agencies use us actually because they're constantly getting new projects and having to form and reform teams. So Kuma Space is great for all that. Yeah, yeah. And are there any sort of specific ways of working that you or your clients have implemented that really helps in that virtual environment? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny, you know, in our virtual office, sort of you build the layout, you know, that's another big problem we, we hear about from remote distributed teams is that are like, I don't even know, not like, who, if people are available, I just don't even know who there is in the company, right? I don't even know who works in marketing yeah. or who works in engineering. I'm just like sitting in my little silo in my you know house or in this coffee shop. And so this whole idea of like, you know, there's a corporate directory probably, right? But it's like some outdated, you know, spreadsheet. Oh, yeah, they're never or, up to date. <laughs> right? And so, and then even if you could find them and you could find their email or you could, you know, click on their link in Microsoft Teams, like, that's weird to call someone that you've literally never met or seen in, in, in the world, right? So one of the big benefits of Kumo Space is that, you know, we use the kind of skeuomorphism that, you know, looks like a, a virtual office. You can design it uh, however you want, but you can see you're like, oh, that's the engineering pod or, you know, that's where marketing lives. And I can go and walk over into marketing's area and say hello, introduce myself and just to Steve or Stacy in marketing and say, hey, you know, we're building this new feature like, you know, we're getting ready to launch it. Like just wanted to let you all know so you could get ready. Right. Like that yeah. is so hard to do in the uh, remote world today. And Kuma Space kind of fixes that visibility and collaboration problem. Yeah, definitely. Such a big piece, like um, being able to just be able to connect uh, with your colleagues, even when you're not physically co-located. I think a lot of this return to the office debate is like, oh, you need to be just be able to tap someone on the shoulder and, and ask them a question. Or, you know, I work in training and development and such a big part of that is onboarding. Everyone's always saying, you know, we're going to get you hire so they can just sort of listen and hear what's going on in the business, right? Or like have those impromptu water cooler conversations. Um, but it sounds like you're doing that virtually in commerce space. If you're like, oh, there's marketing, let's go chat to them, right? Yeah, uh, onboarding, um, training, learning and development are actually just like huge use cases. And, you know, I think a lot of times people talk about like, uh, FaceTime and it's kind of got this like negative connotation, right? It's like you sitting at your desk waiting for your, your, your boss to leave. But I actually think a lot about it in the flip side. And, you know, we call that like remote work equity, right? Which is, hey, like, are your managers available for you? So particularly for, you know, we all hear about young employees are having a hard time like adapting yeah. to the new workplace environment. They're not getting the mentorship they need. And that's in part because when everyone's remote, their boss isn't available to them. And so, you know, chatting your boss and saying, hey, can you chat now is actually a lot harder, if, especially if you've never met them in person than it is, you know, it, uh, if you see them in Kumo space and, you know, they're, they're approachable. So making yourself as a manager available for your team is I think a huge part of high performing teams and Kuma space makes yeah. that much easier. And just to get to, you know, to that is like a big part of it is actually how you design your office. So it's, it's so funny how similarly the virtual office maps to a physical office in the sense that, you know, we were having a hard time at Kuma space with um, sort of cross-functional uh, collaboration. And so we actually redesigned our office, which we do all the time. And we, instead of doing it by departments, we actually did it by like initiative. So, you know, on this feature, new feature, we were oh, launching yeah, a new chapter. Project teams. 
project-based teams and we would put, you know, a designer, an engineer and a, and a sort of marketer on the same pod and they maybe never sat next to each other. Now they just collaborate so much better. So, you know, really thoughtful teams can truly design a virtual environment that maps to their company's, you know, specific organizational needs. I love that. And then redesign it as well. Like just that would be so costly to do in a physical office, right? Whereas in Kumo space, it was like, oh, back to the drawing board. Let's move this office over there. Let's move this group over here, or even just walk our little dots into a into a different space, right? So much hundred percent. Yeah, you, you're not doing a million dollar build out, so you can uh, your yeah can can change the uh, whole layout overnight. Absolutely. And to your point before about, you know, just having the managers be accessible and available, you know, they can, I saw they can have their sort of open door policy kind of thing, right? They can have their door physically be open in Kumo space or digitally be open in Kumo space, if you will. And so the new hire knows, oh, okay, great. I can pop in and have a chat. Whereas you yes, don't necessarily you know, know that like, oh, does yellow mean, like what does green, yellow and red mean? And it's always a bit confusing. A hundred percent, you know, people are hacking this with, you know, the sort of wrong or not purposeful tools like Zoom, right? People are show up on Zoom or, you know, Zoom happy hour, or, you know, we're going to co-work yeah. from 12 to three today, right? And so it's, it shows the demand, it's just they don't have purpose-built tools. And, you know, that's yeah. what Kumasuits does. It just makes it, you know, easy and natural by leveraging kind of the cues that we're already accustomed to in real life. Yeah, definitely. And I know from other interviews I've listened to, you, you've said you're an extrovert, right? So extroverts sometimes don't love remote work because they can't stay as connected to their their teams. Um, and that relationship building piece is a little bit harder. Do you think that's um, potentially easier to do working in a virtual space? Stay connected? 100%. You know, I think like one of the biggest things, you know, you remember from physical uh, you know, working in an office is you'd have a meeting and you'd kind of assemble before the meeting and kept, you know, chat with people and catch up, you know, uh, with some people across the office that you don't normally see. And then, you know, the meeting would happen and then, you know, it would end and then people would kind of break off into small groups and yeah. catch up and maybe, you know, maybe go get lunch or maybe, you know, double click or follow up on, you know, various projects and make sure they get what they needed. That's completely gone in a virtual world, right? You know, you, you, you tune in, your video's off, you're on mute, you listen sort of to, you know, the all hands while you're, you know, cleaning your apartment or cooking dinner. And then, you know, it ends and you, you know, instantly hit end, right? And then you're just like, all of a sudden, Sitting, if you were focused on the presentation, you're you know all of a sudden abruptly redropped into your bedroom, which is sort of a confusing, disorienting experience. And yeah. so, Kuma Space just kind of brings back the convenience of you know taking that call uh, at your home or you know on the road, but then get, pairs it with that ability to socialize in s small organic groups, kind of before or after. And so much of I think your company culture and the, you know the kind of the, the informal bonds are built during those moments. And you know, Kuma Space brings that back like when i have a couple moments after this call you know if, if we were doing this kumo space i would just see who's around and you know maybe find one of my teammates that i hadn't touched base with in a, you know a day right and then say hi hey what's going what's going on how you know yeah. how's, it, how's your day going and how can i help i love it. i even saw people like walk themselves virtually to the kitchen kind of thing and they're sitting there in the kitchen you're like oh great i know brett's in the kitchen like let's go sit next to him and have a chat and eat our lunch together or something virtually you can just see those little cues as well and have those side conversations or even i think feedback's another big one for that you know often it was 
walking between the meeting back to your desk that your manager would give you that little bit of feedback um, on your presentation or something, right? And you can almost do that. Like you walk away from the presentation room or training room, whatever it is, and just quickly click on them and say, hey, let's have a quick chat. So you uh, I mean, 100%. Prompt we just had our all hands meeting. I was sitting in the office. Kent, I, someone dropped into my space. We were talking about sort of a comp plan. The all hands started. We said, oh, okay, let's finish this after the meeting. We went into the all hands. The all hands ended. We went into the, immediately afterward. We just fluidly continue the conversation right that you know whereas if you're trying to do that imagine that over four different zoom links it never would have happened you would have yeah. scheduled something for next week yeah exactly i mean gosh breakout rooms are hard enough to manage in training right when you try to manage all the different breakout rooms or if some of that can happen a little bit more organically throughout the day then that's fantastic i mean we're seeing a rise right microsoft had data come out earlier this year around the rise of those one-on-ones as opposed to sort of the formal organized things. Um, but if that can be done even more organically in a virtual office space where you can see who's available, I think it would be helpful or create little project teams, like you say, and, and co-locate them in the virtual space. Well, we see it in the, we see it in the data, right? We, we actually, you know, everyone oh, yeah, talks I'd about- Yeah, I'd love to hear about the data side of it. <laughs> everyone talks about having their kind of week, you know, blocked off before it starts. I think people have something crazy, like 60% of their available working hours are like basically spoken for before the week starts on meetings. And, you know, in Kuro Space, we all have free schedules. Um, you know, we have very few kind of hours blocked off before the week begins internally. And that's because we actually don't need a schedule because we know we're all going to be in the same virtual, same place, same virtual place every day. And if you need something, you know, you'll be able to find your team there. People can just drop by and, you know, we don't waste time scheduling. And then we also save time because our average kind of meeting length in Kumo space is seven to nine minutes as wow. opposed to a 30 or minute or hour long meeting where, you know, it's basically fills work fills to expand the time allotted. And so we actually just have way more frequent uh, shorter, more frequent interactions with more people in Kumo space. Yeah. And is that something you're seeing with your clients as well? Or is there a bit of a learning curve for people adapting into a virtual workspace? Uh, well, that's across the board for anyone that adopts oh, okay. it. You know, what, I, what I do think is, that, you know, sometimes people have this delusion that they're going to like have one kind of happy hour a month and that's going to solve all of these kind of, you know, yeah. <laughs> visibility collaboration and uh, culture problems. And, you know, that is not the case. So like, you know, one thing where Kumasis is similar to, you know, the return to virtual office and the, the physical office is similar is that it does require leadership. It requires someone to kind of say, hey, everyone, like, we're going to do this. This is a company-wide thing. We're all showing up in the office. We're all going to work in there 78 hours a day. That's not, I think sometimes people are afraid to do that because there's, you know, they're afraid, oh, what are people going to push back? What if they don't like it? But, um, you know, you need to have uh, leaders that are willing to, you know, get in there themselves. And uh, so, you know, that's what I would say is a similarity is that it does take conviction and it is a bit of, you know, organizational change management. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if your CEO or senior executives aren't actively joining into the Kumo space or any virtual environment and being part of it, then it's just going to, everyone's going to follow suit with the leader, right? 100%. Yeah. I saw... Um, when I was looking around the furniture that are available to put in the in the spaces, you know, you've got a lot of that fun stuff considered, right? I know you're saying we don't want to just have a once a week 
um, sort of pizza party type thing, but you do have like the DJ booth and like some video games and some fun stuff spattered um, throughout that furniture list as well to have a bit of that element of play at work as well. Was that the thinking there or, or where'd that come from? Uh, for sure. You know, we, we're obviously like focused on productivity and, uh, you know, we're a business it's a business piece of software, but that doesn't mean, you know, you can't make it a delightful product for, for people to use. And, uh, you know, it is a very human-centric software. So we're yeah. uh, trying to fight the commoditization of the worker into a little box and, you know, let people be self-expressed. And we think that's what leads to leads to productivity and, you know, happy employees. Yeah, definitely. Back to designing your own workspace again, um, which people loved in, in the office. Well, they can still get that in a virtual office. doesn't have to be a return uh, to a physical office. Uh, they love it in virtual space too. I assure you that. I've seen some pretty beautiful offices. <laughs> What's your office like in your virtual Kumo space? Who you don't mind well, sharing? I, well, no, I mean, to your to your point, uh, it's uh, it's sort of a... Um, it changes on a monthly basis. It changes on a monthly yeah. basis. It's uh, this is our uh, latest version. I'm there on focus mode. And oh yeah, nice. This is this is the rest of the team. You know, David and Gabrielle are having a meeting, and you know they're having a little meeting over here. So I can just pop in, and as soon as I'm done, I can you know jump back into the mix. Yeah, everyone's got their own little pod they can decorate there, and you can already see a couple of people have just jumped into another person's meeting and and have a chat there. Oh yeah, I should mention we have pumpkins all over the office right now because oh, know, really? it is getting getting close to Halloween. Yeah, and Thanksgiving. Yeah, you can still do all the decorating and that fun stuff as well. I used to yeah. love that part of being physically in an office. Awesome. Well, if people are considering getting into the virtual office space and want to connect with Kumo Space, what's sort of the first step you'd recommend for them? Oh, you know, it's um not that hard. You can just find us at a kumospace uh dot com and um you know you mentioned sam's podcast and we'll definitely hook you up uh it's brett b-r-e-t-t at kumaspace.com and mention sam's podcast in the uh in the head in the headline and we'll take great care of you <laughs> i love it and i saw you know people can get started with just have a play around and test space it reminds me of as a kid, I used to play Sims a lot. So I got in there, had a little play around, tested it out myself. Oh, yeah. You can try You can test it fully free trial and you can get started, get your team in there and uh, see how it feels. Oh, great. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Brett. Is there anything else you wanted to share about um, the virtual office space that we haven't chatted about yet? Yeah, I mean, there's. I, you don't want me talking for the next two hours, but all <laughs> I can say is that, you know, we have 110% conviction that you will feel you know, happier, more productive, you know, by actually investing in a sp virtual space where your team can, you know, be there and show up for each other. And so, you know, whether it's Kuma Space or, you know, try out some of the other products, we ha have high conviction there and we we'd love to see you. So come, yeah. come on down. I mean, it really sounds like the best of both worlds, right? You're, you're keeping that elements of the office that work, but then you're still getting the freedom of flexible work. Yeah, as a, you know, Three Kings is a movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg, uh, Ice Cube, and George Clooney. And, uh, you know, they, there's a line from it I really always adopt is, we can save these people and get the gold. So that, that, is, the, that is the vision of Kumo Space. We, uh, you know, want you to pick butt at work and live your best life. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, well, Brad. Thanks. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Brett as much as I did. A lot of things that I'm taking away, but I think maybe three top points that I'm taking away 
from our conversation. Number one, yes, it feels like there's a lot of RTO policies, but that's just because those ones are in the news with big brands. And actually, I was very comforted by Brett's comment that the number of remote options are actually staying pretty stable. Number two, I'm taking away that regardless of which approach you choose, whether it's a physical office space, a virtual office space, being fully remote, hybrid, et cetera, et cetera, the approach only works if leadership is actively involved in its success. It's not a set and forget approach that will not work. So I think that's a key message to take away from the episode. And the third thing I'm taking away is that, frankly, a return to a virtual office seems like a much cheaper alternative to a physical office, not just because of the rental costs um, or the land costs, but also things like project teams changing, company sizes changing, and you've got to adapt to those changes. It's much easier to adapt to a physical space if it is virtual than if it is in an office building. So love to hear what takeaways you have. It seems like the virtual office space is having office space work for you rather than you having to work around your physical office space's limitations. That's it for this episode of the Be Happy Remote podcast. I've been your host, Sam Roberts. If you liked the episode today, check out the show notes for more good stuff from Be Happy Remote. And also... Follow the podcast, give us a review, five stars, whatever feels right, helps other people find the podcast and also helps you get updated when new episodes come out. You can also check us out at Be Happy Remote everywhere on social media and jump across to our Gumroad store, behappyremote.gumroad.com for free and low cost resources to help you be on the episode today as a remote and hybrid worker to really thrive.